0: And now, and now, back to Hail Varsity Radio.
1: Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. Time for a Jock Doc Wednesday, Nebraska Orthopedic Center. Dr. Brandon Seifert is with us. Dr. Brandon, how's your hamstrings doing?
2: they're feeling a little bit after that hike this morning. They're kind of on fire right now, so I think tomorrow the be a little sore
1: moving around. (laughs) Well, give your pal Zion uh, a phone call down in New Orleans. Uh, uh, He has uh, decided to reemerge as uh, another candidate for most talked about athlete with our jock docs over the years. 26 games is it this season for the number – Former number one pick overall, Zion Williamson. Multiple weeks, uh, the setback with his right hamstring, Dr. Brandon. And a lot of NBA fans, specifically those in New Orleans, rolling their eyes. But when you have hamstring issues, it really is kind of a day-to-day thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it really is kind of a day-to-day. That's a great way to describe that, Chris. Yeah, you know, so we talk about hamstrings. Most folks know what hamstrings are, but we'll do a little anatomic uh, uh, recap for that. So thinking anatomy, hamstrings, basically feel in the back side of your thigh. There's a couple of muscle groups back there. So it's your hamstring musculature. And uh, basically what happens most of the time is you tend to have a strain kind of right in the mid portion of the muscle portion of it. Um, obviously you start to go to a different level when you start to have injuries in the tendinous portion. That'd be the top and bottom part of the muscle and attach it onto the bone. And that kind of takes you in a different category They're not being real specific about where his is, but kind of based on what the timetable they've laid out and his rehab program, it sounds like it's probably more a muscle belly type of injury.
0: Dr. Brandon Seifert's with us here. It's a Jock Doc Wednesday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. And Dr. Brandon, one of the things that they said whenever he re-aggravated this injury was that he was diligent in his, his work coming back from the hamstring injury, and he aggravated it uh, whenever they tried to ramp him up to three on three, and he didn't do anything wrong. But it sounds like he is, he's pretty disappointed uh, because of how diligent he was in his rehab and now how long he's been rehabbing for. So how much of this becomes a mental thing for Zion Williamson trying to get back on the floor?
2: Yeah, you know, there's always that key. That's a great point, Elijah. There's always that issue with, whenever you go back with these injuries, obviously that back of your mind thought of, all right, if I you know, just step a little bit quicker here, jump a little higher here, is this thing going to tweak? Is this going to go off again? And so that's always there. And so there's kind of that run-in period where you have to kind of work through that part of it. So no doubt that's That's an issue for him. But more importantly, you know, hamstrings just in general. Unfortunately, you're pesky when you first go back. A lot of athletes will have kind of that retweak event and kind of have this stepwise kind of approach to going back where, yeah, you're going to play a little bit of a tweak, maybe rest for a day or two, then you go back, or maybe you don't play the whole game. It's kind of this stepwise return-to-play program that can be pretty helpful, but also quite frustrating as an athlete because you really do feel like you just kind of retweak that thing pretty frequently in the first couple months when you return.
1: Doctors and medical staff will communicate with Zion. Zion will give his feedback. Here's how my body's feeling. But from a standpoint of imaging, you know, what what is – the the medical staff's task dr brandon with being able to to use equipment to follow through with with the the feedback you're getting from the athlete is it beyond words or, or physical field do you guys use imaging or or equipment or technology to to verify
2: yeah chris that's a great question so you know, it's always interesting kind of looking at how imaging is used at you know different levels um, obviously once you kinda get to that, you know, high level NFL nba type level, I mean you pretty much have anything at your disposal in terms of what teams will spend, agents will spend on, you know, evaluating things. So in his scenario I'm sure it probably you know, obviously maybe got some x rays but for sure I probably haven't this already, maybe they've even ultra it. And that's kinda the high end kinda imaging route you would take. Honestly for most of these, you don't need the imaging. For me, the imaging is important if you start to have issues. Again, you near know, the tendonous portions in particular, if you kind of feel up towards the top of that hamstring, where those hamstrings attaches onto an anatomic structure, kind of basically people call it your sit bone. It's called your ischial tuberosity. If patients have pain over that area, you know, one, they tend to have a you know, higher grade injury to the hamstring. They tend to have a lot more pain than like your typical muscle strain or a mid-belly strain. And so if folks have pain in that area, I'm always in the right just to make sure, because that's an area where you have to think about surgical intervention. If they do have a tear, where that basically originates off that of tuberosity. So that's kind of how I use the imaging modality. The other time I'll use imaging on these would be in somebody who's had kind of chronic hamstring issues. Um, that could be a scenario where we might be thinking about utilizing some kind of therapeutic injections, something like a PRP we've talked about, that plays at rich plasma. Those are pretty nice injections to use kind of in our chronic, either A, hamstring tendonitis or kind of your chronic kind of hamstring strain patients. Those can be quite helpful. And so imaging can help kind of guide you as to where that pathology is mainly located.
0: Dr. Brandon Seifert's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Dr. Brandon, what Schmitty led off this interview by saying was Zion's might be holding the record for the most talked about athlete on here. He's up there with Bryce Harper. And Dr. Brandon, whenever you look at this, you look back at the injury history, his rookie season, He missed almost the entire year, played in just 20 games uh, because of a knee injury. Then he got 61 games his second year in the league. Third year in the league, he missed the entire year with a foot injury. Now he's dealing with the hamstring injury. With all these being lower body, can you see these being related in any way, or is this just an unlucky guy?
2: Yeah, that's always a tough debate. Again, it's it's an interesting thought to think about that for him. You know, there could be a variety of things, It it sure could be. You know, he might be one of those athletes that just has that kind of super kind of lax body type where those tissues are really lax and again we've talked about this before it's like those kind of athletes that kind of ride that fine line of being you know just kind of loosen up to be quicker faster better than others jump higher than others throw harder than others but yet once you start to cross over that line now you start to have these things pop up the anti's you know the acl issues cartilage issues meniscus issues and so he's most likely one of those folks Uh, the other thing is, is you know you start to ask questions about you know, have we reached that kind of peak physiology where we have pushed ourselves so far and, you know, the athleticism that's been developed you know, through weightlifting nutrition might be maxing out where that person really is supposed to be. And so your other structures that, you know, essentially are your natural structures that you can't necessarily make stronger, such as you know, tendons, ligaments, those types of things. Maybe he's one of those that has to kind of maxed his body out physiologically, and every time he's out there playing, he's just pushing and firing at such a high rate that his tendons and ligaments are just not prepared for that.
1: All I know is good for him having guaranteed money. Think about Zion in the NFL where you're, you're, you're not even at 50% when it comes to career games available versus career games played. And it's been no joke uh, to Elijah's point. Uh, with the knee injury the foot issue those are horrific and and then the hamstrings so uh, best wishes for Zion Williamson great ball player down in New Orleans moving forward last thought here Dr. Brandon Seifert about 30 seconds is there anything Zion can do uh, aside from being in shape yeah you know for
2: him it's always such a huge part of You've got to make sure that those kind of hip muscle groups have been you know, worked appropriately. A lot of our athletes, even like that, they look physically fantastic. Still, a lot of those athletes have kind of that hip abductor weakness, and that can be part of it. So focusing on that, the flexibility piece is always huge. And then you start to look at folks, and you kind of start to add up all that volume of games they've played, and do you start maybe limiting some of their playing time, um, limiting some games, maybe taking in some scheduled rest along the season, knowing that he's that's I mean, fairly injury prone. I know those are some controversial things to have to decide, but that might be something you have to think about.
1: Dr. Brandon Seifert, Nebraska Orthopedic Center, a Jock Doc Wednesday. Dr. Brandon, enjoy the desert. Thanks for a few minutes today.
2: All right, guys. You all take care. Thanks again.